Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert. He joins us now. Good afternoon, Mick. Thanks for taking some time out this afternoon. I know you're probably busy getting ready for tonight's game. Yeah, it's been a long day. When you play a game at 10 o'clock, it does seem like you're waiting around all day because you really are. Yeah, listen, when it comes to these two basketball teams, when you consider that Wisconsin still has players from their last national championship team and this Gators team is as inexperienced as they are, how concerned are you about the gap in experience between these two teams? Well, I think you have to realize that that is an advantage for Wisconsin because of the number of games that... Nigel Hayes and Bronson Koenig have played in the NCAA tournament. I think uh, that is an advantage going in. But you also have to uh, realize that, you know, when the ball goes up, it, it, in a way, you know, it can become just another game. I mean, Wisconsin has already played once in the Garden. They beat Rutgers in a Big Ten game in overtime in late January. In the game, game in the Garden, they lost to Duke by – 10 points in December. So there's familiarity with the venue, you know. So hopefully you just get up and you go play because these teams are very evenly matched, uh, NCAA tournament experience notwithstanding. So uh, I look for a very close game, and I'd be surprised if it's not. Looking at the game plan here for the Gators, you mentioned Bronson Koenig, you mentioned Nigel Hayes. Is there one player that Florida really needs to game plan to stop for Wisconsin tonight? Well, I think probably it would be Koenig. Uh, you know, now Hayes is their fourth all-time leading scorer, 1,800-plus points. But Koenig has 267 career trays, and that's the most in Wisconsin history. So uh, I just think you have to guard the perimeter. Uh, Hayes is a guy that can play inside and outside. He's probably more effective now going inside uh, and would play the four spot, which means that uh, I think Devin Robinson may get a chance to play him. Uh, a little bit, and uh, and Lee, Justin Leon might be over there on Vito Brown. Uh, those guys are kind of interchangeable, but Hayes is only a 30% shooter from the arc, so I think the, the Gators might feel a little more comfortable if they can get him outside and settle for stuff out there because, you know, at 6'8 and about 240, he can be a load inside. But uh, I, I, having said all of that, I just don't think you can let Bronson Candy take over. I mean, he's a point guard with, with great experience, 148 games, uh, if he makes five or six threes and, and now starts penetrating and dumping it off, uh, the Gators got a lot to defend there. So I, I think you have to guard the guard the arc and yet be cognizant of the fact that, that Hayes and Ethan Happ are, are two pretty good players inside. Uh, that's why I say it's pretty evenly matched because uh, the question becomes, can Robinson and Leon be as effective as Hayes and Brown? And what will the Gators give up at center? I mean, Happ is only a sophomore, but you know in Big Ten play, he led their team in scoring, rebounding, assists, steals, and blocks. That's pretty impressive for a 6'10 sophomore. And then he's up against Cabarius Hayes. I, I, you would probably, on paper, give the advantage to Happ in the middle. And then it comes down to the guard line play. And, and, and you know, Hill has been very good, and he's got to be good at painting. And so can Hill and Allen and Chioza, can they be on the Wisconsin guards? That's why That's why this game matches up very, very evenly, I see. I, see. I think the one advantage uh, that Gators have is at the free throw line. Wisconsin is not a great throwing team, at least on paper, 64%. 
Uh, I think the Gators have a better second unit, so I think if there's a depth issue, uh, that probably plays more for Florida. But I do think Wisconsin knows how to win with playing six or seven guys. So, uh, you know, you need eight or nine guys. But if if it comes to that, I think the Gators have a slight advantage there in the, in the reserves. But uh, it's pretty much a toss-up game. The voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert, joins us right now. Mick, let me ask you this about the Florida Gators basketball team. When it comes to this team, tell me about a guy who's maybe not a superstar, but that guy that kind of holds this team together, maybe that glue guy. Well, that's really a difficult question to answer because, you know, we've had eight different players lead the team in scoring on a given night. And we just came out of Orlando with two wins. And our leading scorer, Kayvon Allen, who really is a guy with an X on his back. I mean, he's at the top of the scouting report for every team. And he's 3-for-21 in Orlando. And the Gators win by 15 and by 26. So they don't have to have their leading scorer be their leading scorer, but they just can't have four or five guys go bad. I mean, Dustin Leon has stepped up with a double-double last week. Devin Robinson's playing his best ball of the year over the last couple of weeks. So, you know, Kenyon Berry has been the sixth man of the year, but yet his numbers have been down, uh, you know, in, in just seven points apiece two games in Orlando last weekend. So you'd like to think that, that Barry and Allen can, can get scoring today, and yet you don't want to have a fall-off at the forward spots with Robinson and Leon. So I don't know if there's a glue guy. And yet, uh, Casey Hill, you know, hey, if Casey Hill scores five points tonight and holds Bronson Koenig to, to 10 or 12 or 14, that's a win for Florida. Okay. Now, we don't need Casey Hill scoring, uh, you know, at, at great lengths, but he's got to play defense on, on Bronson Kading, and, and he is the one leader on the, on the team. So I guess maybe in a roundabout way, a lot falls on Casey Hill in this game because he's got to be a guy that can control the Gator offense and be a good distributor and yet can't have those unforced open court errors, the turnovers. And that's where your experience is uh, with Casey Hill. I want to ask you something here about the game and how your experience with it. I mean, watching last night, I know you're busy, so I don't know how much of it you caught. I'm sure you caught the replays, but West Virginia versus Gonzaga, Michigan versus Oregon. At the end of the game, I mean, in positions where usually in traditional basketball sense, you'd want them to drive to the hole and get a two. Michigan was only down one. They shot a three. How have you seen the game change and really push itself outside the arc? Well, it, it is a wide-open game now because of the offense. I mean, the Gators are scoring, uh, you know, 78 points a game. That's the most Florida scored on average since the 07 National Championship team. And it's largely because uh, uh, scoring is up across college basketball, and a three-point line is certainly added to that uh, in, in the in the. Uh, the Arizona game, I mean, they made a run, took the lead, but the last run, you know, went to the other team. <laughs> so and so the, the, you know, Xavier gets the last run, scores the last nine points of the game. So that's what I say. You could be playing well, and I'm sure certainly thought, you know, Arizona felt for 37 minutes they were, they were in good shape, but the last three minutes got them. Uh, the shot for Michigan – was a little short, but it was a good look, and it was a wide-open look. I mean, I, I'm sure they felt confident in, in Walton taking that shot, that it was probably a very high-percentage shot for him, and he left it, you know, an inch or two sh- So, you know, that's why I'm saying you can throw a blanket over these teams. I mean, they're, they're all pretty evenly matched, and uh, a break here, a break there. I mean, it, it, can make, it can make the big difference. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, Wisconsin, you know, they're a 64% free-throwing team. Now, if they go off and shoot 74 75% of the line, that's not good. The Gators are almost 73%. And if they have one of those games where they're shooting 60% of the foul line, you know, that, that, could, be, that could be the disastrous end. So you have to kind of play to your form sheet a little bit, you know. You don't have to do too much. You just have to do what you've been capable of doing. And, 
you know, like I say, the, the I like the Gator chances in this game, but then again, you know, it, it's it's a tight one, and it's probably going to be a last possession or two. Mick, talk about the job that Mike White has done. I have to imagine before last season when he was hired to be where they are right now would have to be probably a best case scenario right now for this team, right? Yeah, I would think so. I, I, I do. I mean, uh, I mean, we love Billy and still do, and uh, we're so sorry to see him leave after the 19 years. But you know, for whatever the reason, things didn't go right in the last season. The Gators had a losing record, so Mike inherited a team that uh, really, you know, had hadn't a bunch of guys that really hadn't experienced a lot of winning. And I thought we had a really good year last year. I mean, we went to the third game of the NIT and and got 21 wins, and I thought that was uh, trending in the right direction. And I'll be honest with you. When this year began, I wasn't certain we'd make the NCAA tournament because uh, the fact that the O'Connell Center was under renovation and we were going to play uh, like 10 or 11 or uh, of the first 12 games on the road. We had only 10 home games for the entire year, but we found a way to win away from the O'Connell Center, and that, that put our metrics really good, neutral court wins, road wins. So we played uh, to great metrics, uh, you know, top 10, top 15 team all year long. And, uh, you know, I, I thought if we're out of that, non-conference schedule, you know, seven and five, you know, that's not going to be good enough because I don't know if we can win enough games in the league. Well, we exceeded the non-conference number of wins I thought we were going to get, and we exceeded the SEC wins I thought we might get going 14 and four in the regular season. So Mike White has done a tremendous job of getting these guys to buy in. And obviously, from an X and O strategy standpoint, he's proven he's he's right there with all the great ones yet. He's a young guy, just turned 40, and he's only six years major college coaching. But uh, I, I said all along, from a temperament standpoint, and a personality standpoint, and a reaction with people standpoint, humility standpoint, he was like uh, Billy Donovan's younger brother. And that's kind of the way it's turned out. He, tremendous guy to work with, and the, I think we've got a bright future with, with Mike White. And they're going to try to keep that nice run going tonight, of course, but... A lot of madness here in March. We know that, Mick. What do we have to do to get you to kind of throw in, throw everyone off a little bit, throw in a new saying tonight, maybe like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, really. just never know. <laughs> you, you, you just never know what happens. These things that I throw out there, they're not rehearsed. You know, it, it just hit me, and and uh, hopefully uh, when it's striking the midnight hour tonight, it'll be, uh, it'll be pretty exciting uh, because, uh, you know, It'd be a heck of a way to, to go into the Elite Eight, winning a game at Madison Square Garden. And, uh, you know, it's always great to play in this arena. As I said, we played in it once already this year. So that's, that's great excitement. Hey, Mick, like you said, a long and a busy day for you. I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to join us and talk to us about the Florida Gators as they get ready to try to embark on an Elite Eight run. Well, my pleasure, and uh, thanks for having me on. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.